Moan. Cam Sutton, say it isn't so. Say it yes, isn't so. it is. DK, only question I have for you is, what's the backup plan? What backup plan? Who are the other corners? You know, uh, this. there's a lot of stuff to go over today. But we're going to really do that is. on an all-new Ramon Foster show. Second try. <laughs> I, can I tell you what I messed up on the first try? For I'll those tell of you who are on live. Go ahead. I'll tell you what film study is going to say. You uh-huh. had a mental error. That's why you out of oh, I did. right now. <laughs> I had multiple windows open, and one of the windows was actual YouTube. Okay. Oh. So the, the YouTube live broadcast of us was coming into my ears twice like seven seconds apart so i couldn't i couldn't tell anything apart ah hey players mess up man that's your one mulligan we'll roll from there okay we'll be you know at at least if i mess up it's not going to be by losing my beloved uh first team first string corner on both the inside and the outside yeah Uh, moan uh Cam Sutton, three years, $33 million to the Lions. You can say what you want regarding a potential overpay or anything else like that. The NFL market is all about whoever wants to pay the most. It only takes one. It doesn't take all 32, and it doesn't take some average or median. No, it does not. It's about what you think that player is worth also and how many bidders does he have. I'd expect Pittsburgh was one of those bidders. 100% was one of those bidders. Another one had to have been Detroit. All you need is one plus one more to get your market up. Pittsburgh may have come in at about eight, nine million a year. Truthfully, that's what they lost Mike Hilton for a couple of years ago was about nine, seven, eight million a year. Wasn't it? I think DK. Yeah. And naturally the market has gone up from that point. Cam and Mike Hilton play about the same position or the same expectation. So $11 million a year for a guy like him, that is the going rate, whether you consider him slot or outside, DK. Yeah, I mean, my problem with this is exactly what you said about depth. Um, and I don't mean tertiary depth or beyond. I'm talking about they always needed Cam Sutton and another impact corner. Yeah. Now you need two of those. Yeah. And that's, that's scary. Now, you you can't just take a again. I don't mean to sound disrespectful. Yeah, go ahead. Akella Witherspoon and you know James Pierre and whoever else. But I, I don't. If you want this defense to be the strength of your team, you can't go into it without somebody significant replacing Cam Sutton. And by all accounts, Cam was the guy mm-hmm. in this free agency class, and you just lost him over what? You know, a million or two a year on the cap. Probably so. And and this is the thing, too. That back end now is becoming very scarce as far as, like, this is the thing, too. Like, the fear aspect of who walk on the field with you matters somewhat, too. Right, DK? Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. idea of the, the known commodities. The known commodities you had last year, whether you believed in them or not, was Minka Fitzpatrick. Cam Sutton had a reputation, and also Terrell was in there, too. As your point a second ago, Akilah Witherspoon and everybody else that's along with him, yes. But in this league, you got to go overprove it. And when you overprove it, then you get the respect. Then you get the benefit of the doubt. 
Nobody on this secondary right now gets the benefit of the doubt except for Mika Fitzpatrick, DK. That's where I'm at at this point. It's just Mika with everybody else until they prove more. It's not a disrespect, but they got to prove more in, in that defensive backfield. Yeah, I mean, the backfield is just Minka now. It is. <laughs> it's just Minka. It's That's just crazy. Minka. You're and, rebuilding and, the entire secondary now. And, DK, I, I, this is a time of the year, too, now where everything changes, too. I went from thinking, okay, man, they could draft here, 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 and here. Now, I think it's obvious. Pittsburgh is going for a first-round corner. You have to at this point, DK. Well, Joey Porter's kid. Joey Porter's kid. I, I, I would expect him. I've seen Pittsburgh link to the kid out of Oregon. I've also seen them link with one or two of the kids from uh, Maryland, too. It's got to be somebody that's going to be a willing participant to play very physical, too. We may have to do a deep dive or at least get some more information on those potential corners this year when it comes down to who's going to fit that Pittsburgh style. you, whoever it is, DK, has to be a plug-and-play guy. And that may mean, DK, listen to me, it may mean the, the, the 40 might not be the fastest. They might not have jumped the uh, the, hotter, the highest on on the testing and whatnot. You need you need a walking playmaker player, to walk player. through that door. You need a, a player. player. Screw need the Hilton. measurables. Yeah. You you want to see the film match what you expect them to do whenever they get to Pittsburgh. This ain't a project type of situation moving forward for the Pittsburgh Steelers at the cornerback in the secondary in general. See, black and yellow Texas Steel says we lost a great CB two in Sutton. LOL. Don't do that. Don't, don't kick somebody on the way out the door just because it hurts. It, it hurts to lose a player of that caliber. Okay. So then you think I'm going to make myself feel better and I'm going to degrade this individual on the way out. There are metrics and there are grades and there are film studies, all yeah. of which will support that Cam Sutton is a hell of a good corner in the National Football League. Okay. There's no reason to do this. There's no reason to try to, you know, calm your own feelings or whatever else by saying something about him, is there? No, at, at all, too. And this is the thing, too. This isn't like this is Cam's first time hitting free agency. Cam has gradually gotten better and has gradually has continually stayed consistent in his level of play. You know what you're getting from him when it's this bad plays, and you know what kind of plays he's going to make whenever he's healthy and on the field. I will agree with you uh, on that point, DK. There's Cam can play. Is he your CB1? No. Is he a really good, solid cornerback in this league? Absolutely. You're asking him to do a lot of things, and he's very capable of, of those, too. And, and, and that's where I'm at, DK, when it comes down to, to your point, it's not a matter of everybody can have three all-pros in their secondary. It's a matter of who's going to make plays and who works well with who. And I think Cam worked well for the Pittsburgh Steelers his last few years. Myrna's breaking some news here on the Ramon Foster show that Tremaine Edmonds is set to sign with the Bears. Uh, I just looked off screen here to confirm Myrna's original reporting. <laughs> Thanks, true. Myrna. Uh, these, by the way, are the teams that end up with these players. This is the NFL's salary cap system, for better or worse. Yeah. Unless you do grotesque things in managing your club, if you stink – you should have a lot of cap space. Okay? Yes. Unless you're the Browns and you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> and, 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 actually, and nobody would really accuse the Bears of that on a consistent basis. But uh, these guys, uh, you know, they, they end up with a really, really good player in Tremaine Edmonds. I don't know how many people in Pittsburgh were either looking at Tremaine Edmonds or, for that matter, our friend Javon Har Hargrave 
who came away with only eighty million dollars. Uh, Javon, jeez, man, he cracked their head open two times. He got all of his deal in Philly, all of it, and then he's getting another forty guaranteed from San Fran. Goodness, forty gracious. guaranteed is actually the key to that, and actually, the guaranteed money is the key to almost all of these it deals. Is. And, that, and that's something that these franchises, again, that stink, have that option because they just don't have very many good players to pay from the year before. Uh, so that's where these guys go. Uh, that part, look, I never thought seriously about Tremaine Edmonds. I, I definitely didn't think seriously about Javon Hargrave. But Cam Sutton, I, I, that's – I'll look, say this. Look, everyone can say – I'm sorry. Everyone can say, you know, oh, well, we'll just – we'll draft somebody. If you really think this team is going to do a, a, a damn thing <laughs> in the coming season with two, two rookie corners – you're yeah. out of your mind. Yeah. Uh, I, I think defensively, this has been the breakdown of the reconstruction of that defense, DK. I think we're officially there now. I think we may see a defensive heavy uh, draft coming up this year. Oh, I, I mean, I think you almost have to because yeah. you, you need to address the front line. Um, and, well, okay, starting with that, now you've got you to be banging on uh, yeah. Larry Ogunjobi's front door. Yeah, and I see Brian Brown. I, could, I couldn't talk to Cam into it, man. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen him in black and gold. But I'll say this. The way uh, Detroit is kind of building up, they've gone trenches heavy. They went offensive, defensive line. I'd much rather see us do that in the coming couple of years than us to just get some pretty pieces around the, uh, around the edge or do something crazy in free agency. Detroit's putting together a really good team, y'all. They are, but they're also still the Lions until proven otherwise. You know how that goes. That was like when everybody talks about good about the Browns. Come on, man. I know, but I, I, this is they different They were supposed to, to take the big step last year, and they didn't do anything of the kind. I, listen, they also got a, a, a holdover when it comes down to quarterbacking, too. They got some defense, and they got some offensive linemen up front, DK. You know where I live in there. That's, that's hitting me close to the heart, DK. Yeah, I know. I know. Everett Kirkland says, I'm mad 20 gone. I'm hot. Um, that's a fair response. Now, it it's is. also worth bringing up that it is looking at my calendar here, March 13. Okay. Yeah. We got a long way to go till anybody's putting on pads at St. Vincent College. Yeah, we do. But this is also part of it, too. And what Pittsburgh seems to does is do this every single year when it comes down to free agency. They like to build from within and they like to get guys going into that second week of free agency. Who that's going to be, DK, moving forward? I ain't got a clue because the guys that, that I was on, I said I thought Cam was for sure coming back. And I also thought they would at least make a play for Tremaine Edmonds. Both of those guys are gone and, and, and signed to other teams at this point. This is a, a whirlwind. And also this, the amount of dollars that these teams are giving for these guys, we've never operated like that as a franchise. So that's just hard probably for anybody in the front office. One thing you're learning too, DK, sometimes it depends on what your owners are willing to spend out of pocket to get these premium folks like that. And I don't know if the Rooney's ever operated with trying to get guys while paying out of pocket. Well, that leads perfectly into Ray Sean's point. He says, this is bad. We have to stop being so cheap. Yeah. Now, there's a reflex when you're talking about a salary cap league <clears throat> yeah. to say, how could the Rooney's possibly be seen as being cheap 
whenever they're always bumping their heads against the salary cap. But there are ways around that. You brought up uh, on one of last week's live episodes, Moan, the example of the Rams and what yeah. they did. Now, that is not the Steelers' M.O. No. Uh, in fact, it's not anyone's M.O. other than the Rams. But they pulled it off the one time. They did it. Yeah. They mortgaged everything they owned. Yeah. They mortgaged their firstborn. They mortgaged yeah. everything. Yeah. And, and, and they got away with it. Why not try that in Pittsburgh? Because you find yourself in cap hell. You find yourself selling off everybody like Jalen Ramsey and everybody has got to, everybody else got to retire when it comes down to the Rams. You don't know if you're going to have a new coach or GM. There's a lot of risk in doing those types of things when it comes down to saying, look, we don't care. Spend the money. And, and this is the thing, too. What if you don't get the Super Bowl out of it? That's the biggest issue that you find yourself in. Case in point. I think New Orleans was trying to get one for Drew Brees the second time around. Then they couldn't. Now they got to up- offload a bunch of guys or restructure you. Like people yeah. say the cap isn't real. The cap is real. And eventually you as a fan base and as a team somewhat pay, pay for it. You will pay for it. And we're looking at Tampa right now paying for it. When we come back, lots more football talk here on the Ramon Foster Show. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. It's brought to you by the Get Go Cafe and Market, and that is uh, that's a sponsor for our Hey Moan segment, which is now the whole thing is Hey Moan segment. But you know what? <laughs> I'm looking up and down these contributions from everybody. I see no references to Hey Moan, and I got to tell you, that's unacceptable conduct on your part, people. <laughs> there's these a standard. To, it, there's a standard, and I'm, for, the last time I checked, the standard is what. The standard is the, the standard. standard is the standard, which means you've got to come at us with hey moan. And that also goes for you, Dante King, who says, I think we're all completely forgetting what Levi Wallace is capable of. He's actually more reliable than most think. DK and Moan, do you agree or am I looking at the tape wrong? Um, that's the thing, too. It's 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 a matter of I'll say this Levi's good when everybody's working around him. I can agree with that. He has some playmaking ability in you, but that's also the other thing. People are going to try him or either forget about him if you don't get him some help. And that's my issue when it comes down to having guys that haven't been, you know, proven long enough in this league or at least in the Pittsburgh's defense. It's very fragile. It's the way I see this secondary right now. And I'm talking about very fragile to whereas any one of those guys in that group, can be a starter. So my thing is, who's the one that, that's going to prevail out of all of them, DK? And to your point earlier, you got to make it through camp. you got to make it through mini camp, and you got to get to the regular season with no injuries. That's the other part that I'm looking at when we're looking at a guy like Cam Sutton leave. Like, there is absolutely hardly any depth left and no experience, too. Carl Stock says that Joey Porter Jr. is so overrated. Please, no. Uh, let, let me try this go one ahead, go first, ahead. Moan. The ratings of corners, the ratings of DBs in general, as they're coming out of college and heading into the NFL draft, tend to be based on splash. 
Okay, and not every corner, not every DB is going to be Minka where they're going to pile up a whole bunch of takeaways right. and look like they're transformative players for your defense. Some of them, and my goodness, does young Peasy fit this bill, are just guys who cover. I can promise you that if you canvassed 32 NFL defensive coordinators right now, and every NFL defensive coordinator from the past, including yeah. Dick LeBeau, you would have every last one of them say, I'd rather have the guy who can cover. Yeah. yeah. They don't care if they didn't care if Ike Taylor made a single interception in his life. There might come a day when football's analytics get so much more advanced that a player like Ike Taylor will be seen as a legitimate Hall of Famer because of what he was able to do. Mm-hmm. That's not the culture and the mindset right now. We are a mindset of of Ed Reed, of Deion Sanders, yeah. where you got to catch it and you got to take it to the house. And I understand that's immense value. Mm-hmm. But let's be careful here. If this kid can cover yeah. the way everyone describes, then he's a first rounder. He, 100%. And today's offense also call says, what? Teams want to air this thing out. The best defense for that literally is a freaking is a guy that can at least get up. And that's the thing about uh, Joey Porter Jr. He's long and rangy, too. My thing is this. You look at the overrated side of, of, of how you want to categorize guys, I'll say this. Moving forward, can or can the guy not play ball? Don't look at the measure. I don't care about him being a 4-3-4, 2-4-4, none of those things. What does the film says? Because you know how many times guys I've seen walking in that locker room, DK, that mm-hmm. run 4-3s, four 4-2s, four and can't cover worth a lick? It happens. you got to go find a ball player. You're playing in, in such a fragile division right now when it comes to quarterback play in the AFC North, specifically with the Browns and and, and, and Cincinnati right now because we don't know what Baltimore is going to do. You better get somebody that's going to cover. Yeah, I mean, that's – if you have a secondary that does nothing but cover and you have T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith up front and you find a way to fortify yeah. that line – you don't need a whole heck of a lot else. No, absolutely okay? not. I mean, that's that's just a that's just a different animal. You know, that that's the way this defense has been built forever. Spencer says there are lots of decent corners left on the board. Who says that the Steelers don't pick someone up? Could you see Slay or Bradbury from Philly be the choice? Is uh, I- I actually love Bradbury. Slayer's pretty good, too. He has an opportunity right now, I think, to seek a trade. That's the thing up to Pittsburgh. may have to actually give up something to get a guy like Darius Slay. And, and, what a and, ball and, player, and that guy. Is. He is a ball player. So here's <laughs> the fine line. And now I saw somebody mention to Jalen Ramsey giving up a three for him. I feel like Jalen Ramsey is also about to get another contract. You got to look at a lot of these signing trades or these trades are sign and trades when it comes down to what the actual operation of it is. And Pittsburgh is going to, I feel like, try to cope hold over some of that cap money when it comes down to spreading it out and trying to actually build a team. This is sexy with what teams are doing. Other than Kansas City, I think everybody else has pretty much signed a big-time guy has been has been below a 500. So that's what you got to also look at too, DK. You made that point earlier. Teams that are signing uh, uh, guys to a lot of money right now have been below 500, except for the 49ers in Kansas City. Pittsburgh's not in that position right now. What you have has been working, so you go with that moving forward. Uh, David Smith has a good one here. Hey, Moan, see how? See that's how it's done. In <laughs> fact, hang on, Moan. In fact, I'm so motivated 
by David bringing um, th- by David bringing the hey moan that I'm gonna do the get go read. Ready? Let me hear. It. Let me hear, it, DK. This segment, thanks to David, is brought to you by the Get Go Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs, not one or two, David, all three of them, fine tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for craveability. Order your favorite entry at Get Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it the same way David believes it. Yes, indeed. David says, why do we always wait till the last minute to sign our boys? Last year, it wasn't until right at the draft. Everyone else gets real active early in free agency. What? First of all, David, they signed a bunch of guys right off the bat they last do. year. They do. It's okay. just not the guys that you're looking for. That's the issue. Pittsburgh has a very fine problem and a good problem to have, although on the, the fireworks and excitement of the offseason, it sucks for the general fan. Pittsburgh has a method of staying above the line. When you stay above the line, making big splashes don't make sense for you, Dave. And that sucks as far as going to get those prime big-time players. I'm going to tell you guys what's going to happen unless they really break the mold right now. Pittsburgh is going to go find a guy that's a very serviceable starter that kind of gets you through the next moment moving forward. And, Sonny, absolutely not. I can't see us ever prioritizing Orlando Brown Jr., that guy's going to cost you about $23 million a year for a left tackle. It's just not going to happen. If we ever sign somebody like that, DK, <laughs> I may learn how to turn a backflip on the trampoline, not on the ground. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ryan wants to know, hey, Moan, with a sufficient amount of exclamation points, do you think Akella Witherspoon can step up if he can stay on the field? I think he can, but that's the yeah, thing so about it. Can he stay on the field? That's always going to be the biggest issue. The best ability is what, DK? I believe it's availability, yes. And, and, and guys get better by reps and, and, and learning from bad plays. He has that ability, but it's a matter of can you stay healthy? Think about how many guys have come through that locker room and not stay healthy, and then they fizzled out. It sucks, but that's a part of it, and that's why it's hard to get – or why owners don't want to give up on guaranteed contracts. Yeah, no question about that here. Isaiah just comes in with a great big hey moan. No nonsense, no question, no comment. He just wants that part on the record. I like it. I like, I like that it. too. I, I see one right here from uh, Bert. I think I saw it earlier. I'm going back to him again, and it says, "Hey moan, uh, I would blow my. Uh, it would blow my mind if they lose Casey and Edmonds. This is the thing too. I think they're red. They can somewhat play uh, chicken when it comes down to Terrell, and that's because he plays safety. That's yeah. why." Yeah, that's, that, I, I think they got a chance of getting him, but it's hard for safeties in today's NFL to have a hot market unless you're that marquee player. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I, I just I, I obviously can't argue with that one. I, it, yeah. There's also something to remember here, Moan, that whenever you're talking about uh, the safeties, yeah, remember that th- they tried that three safety formation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And. If you do bring back Casey and Edmonds, yeah, you can you can mitigate some of this other damage. And maybe they just just throwing this out there. Maybe they looked at Cam Sutton and said, "That's not where we want to put the funds. We would rather try this three safety thing." And I know it's not. I know it's not an even exchange, but 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 it does come down to how many can we get as opposed to how much we're going to spend on one guy. That that really plays a big part of it, man. Mm-hmm. Ryan Maxwell asks, I'm disappointed that this probably means we aren't getting any beef at 17 or 32. I wouldn't rule that out. 
I would say if you're going beef, it's probably going to be on the D line. I see. I so I, so this is where I see them at. I can see them going corner at, at 17 if there's one there. And right now, the way this is kind of shaping up with uh, with Carolina moving up in the draft, also that means hey, court, there could be a run on quarterbacks. Then wide receivers. That means what? You get a really good corner at that spot right, right there, and or a really good D lineman. Carolina controls the draft, and I personally think they gave up a whole lot to get that number one pick. That was a savvy move by them. I, I liked it, too. I mean, so, that, that's an organization that's going to find a way to bounce back faster than somebody else will. That's for sure here. Uh, Alex Flores asks, "So, hey, Moan, so that the Bears got all the linebackers who would be a good fit for our team. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, I don't think that was the Bears' motivation. No, it wasn't. Um, I, I think it's going to end up being a, a, a young rookie. Just point blank period. I couldn't tell you who's going to fit this scheme as far as the, the, what's asked of them moving forward. I'd love to say somebody like Bobby Wagner, but he's an older guy, um, and he's probably going to cost you a little bit. And you got to look at this, too. Bobby probably wants to go to a team that's a serious contender. He's primarily a West Coast kid. Mm-hmm. And he went from the Seattle to uh, to the Rams within a year. Further west, I'd see him going is probably Kansas City. Let me ask you a question, and I apologize to the – we have a lot. Of we got a lot of questions. We really <laughs> appreciate this, y'all. This is awesome. But I, I'm, uh, I'm going to ask you one anyway. On this date, with this tampering, the, the legal tampering and so forth, um, how much – come on, and you can be come clean on this. <laughs> what's what who even came up with this ridiculous term legal tampering and how much tampering actually goes on that's beyond whatever is legal or illegal so much do you understand I, it, me yes soon as march hits well no 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 I'll, I'll go this far as far as the agents being able to have some conversation everybody in their mom says what I, I see you jake uh jake shoot stuff david long jr is very solid linebacker you're gonna have to pay for him but it's very solid i know this guy um but dk it starts at the combine i had anxiety getting ready for my agent to call me was like hey mo this is what we know about you at the combine as far as the business of the nfl offseason happens at the combine if you're as a fan can ever go up there and just watch it it's going to be so many scouts owners gms agents players walking around trying to figure out what the market is. It is the most important time of the year, in my opinion, DK, when it comes down to it. So combine. From the combine, is about two weeks of rest, and you honestly trying to negotiate. And I told you before, most of my deals, DK, were done before free agency ever opened up. Like, we're getting guys at 12.01 today agreeing to deals. What early tampering? It's been tampering. Yeah, the, the tampering goes on. I don't know how else to put this. Okay, it goes on all the time. Yes, okay? it does. Everybody knows everybody, and everybody knows an avenue to somebody else. Oh, and you yeah. might know, you might know somebody's brother or sister who can relay something to the cousin of an agent. There's just there's no way, and I'm not. This isn't a knock on the National Football League. There's no way to prevent this. Also, I mean, think about it. The uh, the AJ Brown to Philly deal happened because. A.J. Brown invited Jalen Hurts to his daughter's birthday party. That's where they got signed. To your point about everybody knows somebody, it was at his daughter's birthday party. Tampering happens all the time, okay? Like in the middle of the song? Yeah. (laughs) Happy birthday, four years, 33 million. (laughs) 
one hundred percent. Oh man, all all this for free in <laughs> me singing. Ruben says the Lions didn't overpay. The Steelers underpaid Sutton for the past four years. That, that's probably fair. Right? You're, you're you're always like that though. There's there's a few positions that get paid in Pittsburgh. That's a premier D tackle, a premier outside linebacker, safety, quarterback, mm-hmm. and a wide receiver too. Across the league, that's usually how it goes too. Yeah, there's uh there's we we can keep posting. Everybody keeps sending us stuff. Like, Bates to the Falcons is is coming in right now here. Uh, that. Yeah, Cincinnati losing both safeties. Oof, and remember, right now, remember that whenever your team loses somebody, there's a really, really good chance some other team that you don't like or is on your schedule or is even in your division is losing somebody. And in most cases, mm-hmm. this might be the most important takeaway from today, I, I think, anyway. If you lose a player to free agency with very, very few exceptions – yeah. You expected to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 100%. You probably didn't go all in. Javon, actually, when he left Pittsburgh to go to the Eagles, was a rare exception where we know for a fact, Moan, that the Steelers made every effort to pay Javon and to keep him. Yeah, they did. And and, but, and you know what? It just didn't pan out for him. Philly had a heavier check, and it paid off for him. I mean, goodness gracious. Yeah, it's rough. Let's take a couple more today here. Joe Abraham just comes in. Would we consider this the worst march to date? <laughs> Easy, dude. Every march is the worst one for the Steelers. And it's the best one for the Browns. The best trade ever <laughs> the best move that's ever happened in Pittsburgh, DK, in my history, yeah. is Minka Fitzpatrick. And that was before the season kicked off. Think about that. Yeah, well, it was in season. It was it was it was, yeah, it was, it was week three after Ben got hurt on the way to Santa Clara. They picked up, they picked up Minka in the trade that week, middle of the week. We thought yeah. it was like, remember message sending, or we're not giving yeah. up without Ben. No, man, they just, just won a ball player. <laughs> what, a, what an absolute steal that was uh, for him. We haven't talked about this today, Moan. Um, yeah, about Javon's Hargrave, uh, Javon Hargrave's contract here. What do you think of four and eighty? He's thirty years old. Four and eighty with forty given uh, guaranteed. Forty One. guaranteed. Yeah. It, it, it shows that, that that 30 number is becoming erased a little bit if you're that good and you stay consistent. Guys now are getting paid into their 30. That's what it says for me, number one. But it also shows to what's important in this league, a guy that can get after the run because Javon ain't the biggest or best run stopper. But he is one heck of a pressurer and one heck of a sack getter when it comes down to his position. I think he had 11 on the year at nose tackle slash D tackle. There's value in that. Uh, he, he outpriced himself. In every aspect when it comes down to Pittsburgh, but it also shows this if you believe in what that scouting department inside of Pittsburgh offices can do at 3400 South Water Street, then you know and believe that they're gonna be able to find another guy. This game, this Javon came from South Carolina State, yes, okay, yeah, and, and believed in himself in the, in the same spirit that Alex Highsmith did when he arrived yep. out of Charlotte. and my favorite thing about Javon getting paid today, in addition to kind of liking the guy. Yeah, I like it, Javon. Yeah, I know you did. Uh, my favorite thing about it is that he never 
uh, how do I put this without a double negative? I was about to say he never didn't stay true to himself. He stayed true to himself. Yeah. Okay. Meaning yeah. he knew he was exactly the player that you just described. Yep. And even in those times when the Steelers coaches, let's say it like it is here, would want him to be a Casey Hampton type or to plug the middle for somebody else. Yeah, no. it just wasn't it wasn't him. And he knew that and he didn't apologize for it. And he said, This is who I am. Uh, I'm not gonna, you know, it's but, not like he wasn't a team player or something. No, but this is also what free agency is. He leaves us from a two-gap team. I mean, they got to play the run first to very penetrating defense. Going to Philly, very penetrating defense. And going to the San Francisco, very penetrating defense also. So he's playing to his strengths now. Very last one today comes from Randy who says, Hey, Moan, how much does devotion play a role in keeping a player? Like, I can't see DK doing sports for Cleveland to know. Or you doing Hey, Moan for Cincinnati. No. Oh, my. Oh, my. But how, how much, much no, how much does it play? How much did it play for you? It plays a lot um, until the business takes over. And that's why I just want to have you guys that like uh, like Cam going to Detroit. He can go out of division and be okay with that. Mike Hilton's situation, I guarantee you they probably didn't offer Mike anywhere close to what he was made. You know what 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 Cincinnati was gonna offer him. I don't think he wanted to leave Pittsburgh. Most players don't want to. Until the numbers have this much of a gap. When it's that much of a gap, Randy, business and, and common sense kind of take over to say, man, this is four million here and it's nine million over here. Your wife's gonna be real mad at you if you give up that extra <laughs> those extra millions. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, so I feel you. It plays forgot a the wife factor. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You wait a second. You gave up eight million because you like what get the hell out of here here's the vacuum cleaner yeah. you go do this yeah we will take one more from jake who says hey bone could we trade up for a db in the first i think Me as i said too. earlier the, the way the way carolina reshifted the draft is going to put some pressure on other teams to kind of move up or select those quarterbacks that they want to I think there won't be a hard run on corners. I think you're still able to get a, a very quality guy at 17. Yeah, that that that's what I'm thinking, too. I don't think you need to trade up no. it. And if you are looking at, at Peasy's kid, you're looking at somebody who's pegged right in that range. Hmm? Yeah, one or the, or the kid, kid from, from Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's a sauce gardener in this one. There are some very solid guys, but I don't know if there's a sauce gardener that's going to just say, hey, we got to have them. I think this year's run is going to be quarterbacks, outside rushers, and D tackles, I'd expect. I'll say this again. They didn't do this by accident, and they didn't get surprised by it. That's the no. only thing I think you can completely take to the bank here. I want to thank everybody for participating today. We have 354 people on live right now. Yeah, right? But you know yeah. what? We're here. We're here every day. Yeah, so if you, if, we you are. if you didn't get picked today, or don't get mad, or don't get whatever. We're here, you know. There's a lot, a lot of Ramon left between now and Latrobe. There is, and we're still getting breaking news. We just see just Jesse Bates, Nate Davis is gone, man. So many guys, yes, and we know Tremaine, uh, Tremaine Edmonds is out also. So to uh, Chicago, yeah, to Chicago. This is going to be a very interesting next few days. 
Yeah, it, it most definitely might be a but very I, interesting next few hours. Can I say this? I'm glad a good bit of these free agents are not coming to the AFC North, DK. We're good. <laughs> not exactly seeing a big influx into the AFC North. All right, Moan, let's do another one. Tomorrow, it, now listen to me, everybody. 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central is the time. Yes. You don't need alerts. You don't need little magical bells dinging off in the side of your phone or your, or your laptop or whatever. It's just 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central, and so forth. Uh, we're here. We're, we we're here for you. All right, Moan, let's do it tomorrow. Bye-bye. No doubt. <laughs>